Welcome, everybody. What's yeah. up? Welcome to the Cover Band Central CBC Wisdom Hour on for whatever day it is, Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening? I just woke up from a nap, and it was a really good nap. So I kind of woke up like, is it is it a new day? What is going on? So, no, nope, it's still Tuesday. And you were like, hey, welcome to the CBC Wisdom Hour. Ooh, woo. Right. <laughs> no, it was good. Ah. I was I was up kind of early this morning. Did a live stream earlier with Eli from Juke. Anybody else wants to catch that? You can see the replay on the page, Juke. which is where we're streaming. The Cover Band Central page, the Facebook page, the Facebook group, and on YouTube. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. The link is in the description. Yeah. Come on in and say hi, people. And tell us where you're from. This is going to be a show about you guys today, because I couldn't come up with a topic. Um, but it is uh, 7.04 Central Time PM right now, as we are broadcasting live. Um, 8.04 PM Eastern Time, where Tony is. And if it's, not, if it's not that time equivalent in your time zone, you're watching the replay. And I'm telling that to the people who watch the replay and say, why aren't you answering my question? Yeah, what's wrong with you guys? You suck. Also, we do uh, send this out to an audio podcast, and we get a lot of listeners there. And we appreciate you all for being with us for the entire run. And if you want to watch this live or want to watch the video, you can check it out on the various Cover Band Central channels. Yeah. Uh, Sanford is in Dallas, Texas. What's up, Sanford? Sanford doubles as Batman sometimes. Works uh, at, at night. Boot, uh, or Sanford Wayne. Yeah, right. The Sanford Manor. <laughs> or Wayne Sanford. Wayne, Wayne Sanford. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I've been working on Cover Band Central a lot, and I appreciate all the feedback I get from everybody. If you're not part of the group, Come on in and join the group. The group is highly active on Facebook. Cover down highly section. active. Highly active. Karen's in uh, Jamili, Manitoba, home of Crown Royal. Yeah, there you go. That's like my old that. drummer's. My old drummer's favorite drink was Crown. He would do shots of that. I can't. Uh, Crown, like straight, is it's good. I can't do too much of it though. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh, there's rain here too. Sanford said tons of rain here. The most unusual Texas August. I can't serve. I can't, whatever. Um, yeah, it's raining here too. In New Orleans, it rains every day. It's raining right now. You might be able to hear it in the background. Mm. Yeah, it rained here today too for a little while. Violet's in Kentucky. What's up, Violet? Thanks for joining us, Violet. Uh, by the way, if you're watching live now, we you have the opportunity to give stars, which is a digital gift you can give to Cover Band Central. You should see a prompt for it if you're watching on the Facebook page. That's the only place you can do that. So if you want to give yeah. some stars, we, we do everything for free. If you want to throw a little back, that is a way to do it. And we sure do appreciate that. One star equals one cent. Get to be big, big stars, Stevie. Yes. It's 1 a.m. in the U.K. Nick's up late. Hi. Yeah. Or early. Depending. I don't know what Nick's schedule is. Maybe he works nights. Maybe he's just getting home. Maybe he's just heading out. Maybe. Maybe he's just prolonging going to bed. 
It's a CBC Wisdom Hour slash weather channel. Desiree is uh, in Westport, Massachusetts and had some mm. thunderstorms for a bit. Yeah, we had so, some inclement weather passing through. So the weather brought to you by Cover Band Central. Mary's in San Francisco. Right. Weather brought to you by... It's CBC Weather by Steve and Tony. Or Tony and Steve. Partly cloudy skies will give way to thunderstorms later this evening. She loves your funnies. I love your funnies. She loves. Yeah, she said, nice. "Love your funnies." I don't know if she means our funnies now or funnies on the page, or it could be all the funnies. Maybe she's saying we're funny looking. It could be that too. No. Uh, Bev is in Northern Ontario, the 49th parallel. How about that? I don't 49th know what parallel. I don't know what parallel we are here. Not sure either. To look it up. Yeah, I'll look that up later. I'll ask uh, my Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, I'll ask her. I can't say that because then she'll say she'll think I'm talking. Yeah, I just asked my guys, Teddy, look up uh, what parallel we are on. Yeah, he's working on it. Right. So, um, uh, uh, okay, Nick is a guy. I don't think we refer to Nick as a woman though. Nick is a guy though. That's his. That's his mom in the pic. Yeah, I didn't think. I didn't think he was. Nicolette or Nicole, you know, Nicole. Yeah. All right. So we're going to, me and Tony are going to talk about stuff and yeah, you, guys, what do you, got? you guys can talk about stuff too. Um, I didn't pick a topic today. I just left it up to the audience to come up with some stuff because I didn't know what. Let's talk today. about drunk people at gigs. All right. Let's n- not for a second before I say story. We can do that, but. Before I say to the audience who's watching, what's on your mind? Tell us something about your musical experience right now. Are you gigging? Are you not gigging? Are you looking for a band? Are you are you retired from gigging? Do you have questions, problems, concerns that are happening right now that you're you're willing to discuss with us so that we can have some content for this hour? Yeah, I like it. Um, well, Chris said... Uh, uh, watching on YouTube, here's a topic. Arrest after a gig because they were waiting down the road from the club. <laughs> well, you just said something about drunk people gigs, so there you go. So that's a topic. Excellent. I like that. Getting arrested after the gig because the cops are on a stakeout waiting for you. I, you, know I, what, you know what's funny, dude, that you say that? Because I played a gig one time with the elevators, and when we came on break, there was all kinds of cops. Oh, Marcia, well, very much. Yeah. Marsha thinks you're handsome. Not me. No, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the cops were all in the bar, like like six cops, and they were all like, "Are you the drummer?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "You know, you need to talk to us. So we can come with us." And then the guy was like, "No, that's like the different band." And they're like looking for some guy like Richard something or other. And I'm like, "No, that's not me." And the guy's like, "Well, I need to see your ID, like to prove that it's not you." So evidently, the guy we we were setting up inside at Emerson Hotel to play the gig indoors. There was a band that was finishing their set, I guess, from the outdoor bar afternoon band, and he was wanted for something. And somehow the police tracked him down to there, but he had already they had already packed up and, and gone. They were already, you know, had they were already probably an hour and a half gone since you know we started playing. But yeah, the cops were looking for this guy, so oh, I had to wow. show them my ID to prove that I wasn't the guy that was looking for felony arrest, and I was actually the handsome Tony B that I am. <laughs> but they were, they were very quick to be like, okay, cool. So funny, Good. funny story though. Like I said about getting arrested from the gig because 
if that guy had been there performing when the police showed up, they would have taken him away in handcuffs and right. the gig would have been over. Oh, my goodness. But waiting down the street till after the gig. Now, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Donnie thinks we're awesome. Thank you, Donnie. You're awesome, too. And we have uh, Dorothy is hooked. Dorothy has returned yeah, from back. last week. Welcome back. Awesome. And uh, Adam's in San Antonio, Texas. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't remember ever experiencing that after gigs, but I definitely remember times just going out to clubs where cops would park near the club for closing time to catch drunk people leaving. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jersey, you know, Jersey's a cop state. There's cops everywhere. It's so different here, Tony, in Louisiana. Like, there's there's no... There's no, like, in New Jersey, you have cops on the side of the highways and sides of the roads with their radar gun. Yeah, exactly. Looking for people speeding State, to give yeah. tickets. Yep. They pull you over if your inspection sticker is overdue. Snipers. Uh, um, dude, here, I, I mean, I've been doing a lot of driving lately. Here, people drive without a license plate all over the place. Like, and you only have to have it on the back of your car here. It's like in Jersey, it's the front yeah, and the back. Yeah. And so some people don't even have it on the back. No license like, plate. I see stolen it. Stolen car, like stolen vehicle. I have no idea. I just see it almost every day. And it's it's not like it looks like it's a car that was just driven off the lot and they didn't put their tag up or whatever. Yeah, it's no, like, no tent tag like in the window. nothing. No, and I look really hard for it. They're like, there's got to be something. How can you drive without a license plate? The guy's got plate? it like in his glove compartment or something. It fell off. He didn't have a screw, you know? Every day. I see it every day. And that, that can't be the reason. Should happen, day. Steve. You know, but you can, it's it should be illegal, right? To drive without a, a identifying. Think, I mean, you would definitely think that'd be a, a, a red flag to get pulled over. Because what happens? Cause right there. Yeah, and what happens if that car hits you and then takes off? Yeah. Well, You're yeah. Screwed. He's a, like peace. That's it. What's the license plate number? I I don't know. There was no license plate. There was no license plate. Uh, okay, well, it was a white car. Calling. Thank you for calling. We'll take your call back later. Yeah. It was a white car, and it, I, I don't know what make it was. It was a white car with, a, I think, a guy driving it. <laughs> and it has it no license plate. It has no license plate on it. It left very quickly. Loud music playing, too. Something yeah. He, he, Central. he hit my car. See if you can find him. Yeah. Scratch my vehicle. Yeah. Well, Batman said you chase him down. If you're Batman, sure. Sure. Or you just play Demolition Derby and ram it back into them. Right. Slow them down a little bit, right? That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, love it. Uh, I am a bass player. So I don't Trump, know. Listen. Steven said I'm a bass player. I think he was talking about me. Um, well, I'm certainly not, so he must be referring to you. Marsha said, uh, you guys are funny. Oh, yeah, the cops do it in Virginia, too. They will pull you over for headlight not working, especially if you're as pretty as her. Yeah, um, they just want to get your number, Donna. They just want to. Right, Marsha. We'll pull you over, Marsha. Marsha. She thinks well, you're Marcia pretty. Judge Say her name right. Go. She yes. thinks you're, you're handsome. Say her name yes. right. Well, we, we can't see what she looks like, so I don't... Uh, let's we'll take the, her word the, for that she's the, pretty. The guy was a bass player. I'm sure oh, she is. Oh, the, yeah, the guy was a bass player who's telling the cop story about getting arrested. Greetings from Tobamori. Where's Tobamori! Where's Tobamori? Next to Tobamori. That's where Paul is, though. Yeah. Um... But uh, yeah, I've never, uh, I've never had issues with the law um, after a gig. Oh, so I have a great gig story for that one. Okay, let's hear it. All right. 
So we play. It, will it last uh, 48 minutes? Cause I can make it. I can, I can definitely stretch it to 47. <laughs> if you okay. give me a little bit of runway. All right. I'm just kidding. So the year was 1993, <laughs> and the weather was nice and warm, sunny day, or spring. Uh, so we played this rock fest. It was Apple Rock. It was like 50 bands. Let's see if we can highlight it. It was an outdoor, right. uh, outdoor festival-type venue. I'm just playing with the People screen. camping and whatnot. So they had state. So when we got there, of course, because we're, you know, in the band, we get there early to get set up, and and like they were just setting up what looked like cones in the middle of the road, right? Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to us, it was going to be like a state police checkpoint with dogs um, going uh, going into the festival. Okay. So we get as we're going in, we're we're already ahead of the game, and they don't have the thing set up yet. But we see them setting it up. We wave to them. We drive in. We go home. We're, we're good. Hours later, now. Certain affiliates of ours that are coming out to see the band and fans and people up being like, dude, like I just got a ticket and they like confiscated my beer and my weed, uh, you know, driving in. They had like a checkpoint at the gate. And so like, the police were like harassing everybody, like confiscating all their all their alcohol and stuff. And it was like campground. It was big to do. So anyway, we play, you know, and we hang out for a while. And some guys were going to stay there and camp. And we opted to leave and go home. So it's probably like midnight. And, we're, we, you know, we're pulling out of there. So we, we had this one guy with us, this guy, Junior, and he's roadie with the band and friend of ours. And we were in the van. So it was me and uh, Junior. I think it was, I th- no, no, no. Junior was in the back. He okay. was sitting in the back. It was me and somebody else in the front. I, I can't I don't remember who was with me. OK. But anyway, so there was two of us in the front of the van. He was in the back. So we pull out of the festival and we start driving and I guess my license plate light was out. So we pass a cop and all of a sudden he's making a U-turn in the middle of the street and he pulls us over. So we're like, okay. So he comes to the window and he says, you know, where you come from? We said, oh, we're coming from the festival. We just played the festival, blah, blah, blah. What do you got? You have any drugs on you? No. Do you have any alcohol? No. Have you been drinking? No. We just played. I just told you that. So the guy's like, all right. He's like, um, just wait here a minute. Want to just run your license plate lights out. I just want to run your, your plate and make sure your registration does everything's good. So I give him my registration, my insurance. He comes back to the to the window and he's like, "All right, you're you're all, you're all checked out. You're good." He's like, "Just you know, get that license plate light fixed. You know, when you get back to Jersey, because we're in upstate New York." And as he's talking to me, the other cop in the back of the van shines the light in the back window and sees Junior's face in the window. Like, <laughs> What's up? Okay. So right away, the cop's like, whoa, whoa. He's like, we've got a guy back here. Shut, shut it down. So the other cop's like, all right, turn your vehicle off. He's like, you got to, you know, we have to open, to open up the back door. And he's like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, what are you doing back here? He's like, so you got to understand that. And this could take the 47 minutes was that Junior gave the best, like, long-winded explanations to where the cop would just be like, okay, you know, enough with, the, like, the response. Like, he'd be like, what are you doing back here? Oh, man, like, there wasn't enough room up front because we had to put the equipment in the van because we played the festival today, but, like, we had extra equipment, but when we came here, it was packed differently, so there was, like, more room up front, but now it's kind of, like, in the front more, so, like, the back had more area in it, but the speakers took up the side of the front, and then we had this other kid who gave us a sleeping bag and a tent we had to take home with us, and, and the cop's like, all right, I get it now. He's like, there's no room. Like he, there's no room for him to sit in the front. He was sitting in the back. There was a chair back there, but I guess they, got, they forgot to put it back in again. And the cops like, well, he's like, 
starts harassing him now. He's like, so you've been drinking today and stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah, lots. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's like, but I'm good. I'm not driving. He's like, so I'm good. But, yeah, I drank. He's like, you know, and then the cop's like, what do you got in the bag? He's like, oh, I got all kinds of stuff, man. He's like, got a video camera in here. He's like, what are you doing with that? And he's like, videotaping bands. We were just at a music festival today. You know, it was great. You want to see some footage, dude? Dude, there was this band that went on. It was called like, Spiral. He's like, cop's like, no, no. What else you got in the bag? So he's like, oh, I got this T-shirt. So I got this, you know, this Apple Rock T-shirt that they gave us, and the cops are like, "Oh man, they didn't give us any T-shirts like that." And then, you know, we were working the gate, and the <laughs> Junior's like, "Well, maybe if you weren't arresting people with the dogs and confiscating all their weed and liquor and stuff like that, and let them get into the party, have a good time, you wouldn't. Maybe they give you a free shirt then." You know, it's really, oh. not right, really not right that you do that to people, you know? It's like it's, they're coming here for a good time. This is like our chance to come and, like, unwind and have, like, a good time and drink and stuff. And you guys are, like, setting up roadblocks at the entrance. Like, that's not, that's not cool. So the cops just, like, put the shit back in the bag. Your friend has to go in the front and sit him in between the seats. Here's uh-huh. your paperwork back. Like, mom and host. Like, you're out of here. get out of here. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, man, have a good night. Take care. It's like, nice meeting you. Thanks, for, thanks officer. Like, take care. <laughs> like, yeah, and then we oh, drove back great. with him sitting in the front seat. But yeah, I remember we got pulled over, and we were detained there for probably a good like twenty five minutes, going through all this rigmarole. And that's then, crazy for a license plate light being out. Yeah, yeah, but it was because he had to run the plate. We were out of state. He wanted to check, make sure we weren't drunk. You know, he's asking us all kinds of questions, and then he's about to let us leave, and then he comes across our stowaway in the back. Um, but right, it was, right. Yeah, it was, it was very, very, very entertaining, very comical. That's New York, New Jersey for you, though. They'll pull you over for anything. The cops, oh, yeah. Uh, no doubt. Uh, Marcia said the cops pulled her over once for accusing her of having a child not in a car seat. It was hilarious. It was my pit bull pup. <laughs> you got to put the dog in the car seat. Yeah. Um, man, I have a... I don't know if I should tell this. I'm not going to tell this now. Well, another I'll, time we played... I'll tell, in- you, I'll tell you later. We played uh, in the city, and we played down in, I think it was either Street Level or Spiral or one of those clubs down on, like, Bleecker Street down that way. And we played – we had one set. We, we played. We packed up, and we're getting ready to leave, and, the, and we, it was a bar upstairs. And on the way out the bar, the guy was like, boots for the band, and he had these boots of beer. And he lined up the five boots on the bar, and he's like, oh, he's like, you know, you guys all get a boot, you know, because you're in the band. So we're like, cool. So we chugged the boot down. We get in the in the van and same thing. Do like we're in the van. I'm driving. Got one guy in the passenger seat, and then we got like eight people in the back amongst the equipment, all jammed in, like where they shouldn't be. You know, very hazardous. Get on the West Side Highway. We're driving. We're driving. We're driving. All of a sudden, dead stop traffic. What is going on? Right. Get up a little further. DWI checkpoint. Uh, yeah. Cop comes right up to the door on me. He goes. You've been drinking tonight? And I'm like, yep. And he's like, blow into this. Puts the breathalyzer up to the thing. He goes, step out of the car. I step out of the car. He brings it on the side. He's like, blow into the breathalyzer. Because, I mean, he smelled it on me, obviously, because I just drank a boot and got in the car right. five minutes earlier. So right. I couldn't lie to him and be like, no, I haven't had anything to drink. Meanwhile, I, you know, I, I, so I'm like, yeah. So he goes, blow into this. I blow into the thing. And all he did was now, as dude, as, he's, as I'm blowing in the thing, his back is to the window of the van, and I'm blowing in it. And behind him is five faces plastered up against the glass on the side of the van, all looking out like, whoa, dude, what's going on out there? And then I, <laughs> and it, he just took the result, and he looked at it, and he's like, pulled the thing off and threw it on the ground. He's like, have a good night, and went to the car behind me. Yeah, so because no, you hadn't no, had anything to drink before that, I guess? Correct. I had nothing to drink before that because we were playing. So it wasn't even in my system yet. I may have smelled like I, a brewery, but I had right. just drank the beer like within 10 minutes. So it, it had not hit me yet. 
so it wasn't in your system. Not at all. But it was just um, funny the way he's just like blowing this, and then he was just like, "Have a good night." No questions, no nothing. Like you don't blow, they, they go to the next car. But please, people out there, if you're drinking, don't drive. No, don't that's drive. a public service and that was announcement. Only, and yeah, that was only one CBC beer, and by no means were we intoxicated. So I'm right. not, you know, promoting the ti- that. Bill. The time machine is in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where yeah. they certainly like to drink beer. Um. All right, so we got a question here. I hope he's still here. Matthew, let us know if you're still here, but we'll answer your question anyway. Uh, Matthew John Thompson said, All right, Steve and Tony, I have a serious question. I'm booked to play a four-hour gig, and they want us to play four consecutive hours without stopping. How would you even set that up? Well, Matthew John Thompson, I can tell you about playing four hours in a row. He's saying with no breaks. With no breaks. I can tell you about doing that because I've done it here in New Orleans. Maybe yep. not four hours. Yeah, I've definitely done four hours in a row where we've done five sets or six sets without a break, which would be six sets would be four and a half. So what hours. are some suggestions, Steve, you have for our cover band central audience? Well, his question is four hour gig. His question is, how would you even set that up? And he's here. Uh, and he said, just so you know, I'm a fat fucking drummer. Is That's what he wanted to do. <laughs> well, that's good, because you'll be sitting down the whole time. So I right, so maybe that. you can give him some suggestions, being that you are a drummer. But uh, his question is, how do you set that up? Well, um, since you know ahead of time, you can definitely I think, plan. Steve, what he's asking is, you set the snare drum up in the middle, the bass drum kind of <laughs> right. off to the right a little bit, and then you know, if you have a rack tom, you put it out in front. There you go. Um, since you know ahead of time, you can definitely plan your set list, your song lists. Um, uh, so I'll give you some pieces of advice. Don't drink too much while you're playing. Um, but if you are a drinker and you do normally drink during your show, then, you know, drink a little bit, but don't drink too much. Um, definitely drink a lot of water. Get, plan for it ahead of time. Know that it's going to happen. So get sufficient amount of sleep eat a good meal, maybe carb up so you have some energy. Um, But plan your set lists with breaks, meaning where where everybody in the band gets a break at least a couple times for that four hours. So somebody's got to take a bathroom break. And you can do that by, one way is, I I don't know what your band is, but one way is if if you have people in the band that are multi-instrumentalists, then you can have somebody like a singer play guitar while a guitar player takes a break. Singer played guitar. Yeah. Um, Steven said that, and I would uh, agree, have multiple singers if you can. Um, And uh, yeah, so give people breaks. And that's one of the things that, uh, like uh, Steven played with Rockbox and I've played with Rockbox too on Bourbon Street. And that's one thing that they do well is everybody kind of gets a break every once in a while from the stage. So they'll do an acoustic song with just vocals and guitar. So then drummer gets a break and the bass player gets a break. Um, and they switch off that. And, and Sonny, this guy Sonny is, is in the band and he plays every instrument and sings. So if anybody needs a break, you know, he could just jump on their instrument. But what uh, if you don't have that option, Steve? What's what if you don't? One uh, th- singer, one guitar player, one bass player, one drummer. Then, 
you still can find ways to give everybody a break. Uh, because in four hours, somebody's going to need to take a piss. Everybody's going to need to take a piss in four hours, especially if you're drinking. Um, so you have to plan for breaks. And it could be something as simple as, all right, the singer's going to just riff with the crowd, just talk on the mic for a couple minutes and involve people in the audience and do something, play a game, whatever. Just come up with some sort of ideas. I don't know what kind of uh, gig it is. If, it, if it's a party, maybe, then you, know, you can do that. You can plan some sort of games or some sort of interaction with the crowd. So that the singer is just the only person on stage and everybody else can go take a piss or whatever. Go get a drink. Um, so that's... Ebb and flow, too. Dance that's stuff, slower stuff, right? I mean... Like you said, you get a little dynamic, you get a little break. Yeah, and this is a good idea, too, and it's he's laughing about it, but long guitar solos. You could do that. Give a guitar player a solo. Everybody gets a break. Give the drummer a solo. Everybody yeah, drum solos are always good for that. Everybody loves a drum solo. Take two or three of them a night. Um... All right, so he's he's followed up and said he does have four singers, so that's a plus. Would it be weird to maybe have a few breaks acoustically? No, yeah, that's what we were saying. That's that's what you should do. I w- I'm interested to know what kind of gig it is. Like, where, what is the venue? What is the occasion? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that would be helpful to to know to give you more advice here. Um, Definitely bring as stu- you know, as ridiculous as it sounds, you bring some drinks and some nourishment with you, whether it be like. You know, protein bar, some kind of water jug, you know, but something, especially for drums, you can stockpile a bunch of stuff behind the kit, you know. This way you have some some goods so you can keep yourself hydrated and nourished while you're playing. Because like you said, four hours is a long time, especially for a drummer playing high energy, very physical, you know. Right. So you'd definitely be, I mean, without a break. Yeah, I mean, we usually play four hours with, with a break, you know what I mean, or or two breaks, but short ones, so maybe 15 minutes. So you're really playing three and a half hours worth of music. So it's really just that extra half hour, like you said, of not being able to leave the stage or, you know, use the bathroom or get something to eat or get something to drink. But like you said, if you have multiple singers, there's ways around it or, acoustic. Yeah. you know, you could do acoustic two or three songs and guys can take a break then, you know? Right. Uh, he said it's a high energy bar in downtown Detroit. So, High energy bar. I mean, high energy bar. You could still break it down. You could still do acoustic songs, and you know, people will still sing or dance. Yeah, maybe not for twenty minutes though, but maybe to allow just one. Someone, yeah, one guy to to depart to hit the bathroom or something, right? Yeah, design your set list in such a way that it's like okay, like forty five min- minutes into it, we're going to do this acoustic number, and then you can take a break, and you can take a break, and then put another one an hour or so later to space them out to plan it ahead of time like where people can take breaks so you'll know right away like you'll know going in if you're the drummer you'll know like okay by this song you know we're going to play 10 songs and then i can take a break you know so so know ahead of time and space it out for everybody and that that'll help you and i guess it's like 10 to 2 maybe they play or something right like they're they don't have it like once you're on you're on that's it that's what he's saying yeah i don't know if it was 10 to 2 but well, four um, hours, but whatever, you know, even if it was, you know, nine to one or whatever, right? Yeah, there's plenty of songs. Like Steven said, Every Rose Has Its Thorn is a good break song that you could do without the entire band. And especially songs where the crowd will sing. Yeah. You know, do that. Uh, Derek, um, uh, my, my friend Derek Hernandez, who 
was uh, who's a singer in rock box and he was playing with my band. He would do a an acoustic version of Simple Man. Um, it's the the shine down version of the Leonard Skinner song, which mm-hmm. is just acoustic guitar and vocals. So somebody need a piss break, you know, we'll do Simple Man, and that was just the way it worked. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good advice. Even if you don't have to pee, pee when you get the chance. Empty that tank when you have some time. Drummer can just have a pee bottle in the back there, you know. You should you should set that up. You should set that up and patent one. I should market that. Yeah, um, you the should. clamp goes on the snare stand. It leans forward. It's adjustable. Right. Uh, it come in various hose sizes depending yeah, on your. It can come your, with a hose extension this way. You don't spill any. Right. You know. Well, it should be like a funnel, right? Kind of like a yeah, funnel type a, thing. Yeah, or like a sock, like a elephant's trunk. You could just put it into a you know a bucket type thing. Yeah. I I think I would think it'd be hard to sit uh, to pee while sitting down like that. If you got to pee, you got to pee, man. I mean, sure. sitting on a drum throne. Sure, because... it'll make its way out. Yeah. Say, uh, Batman uses Gatorade bottles to pee. Yeah, that works. Yeah, nice big wide. Uh... Yeah, get the big bottle. Yeah, not the regular sixteen. Ounce. Well, all the Gatorade bottles have a wide uh, mouth, like as opposed to like a, a, a bottle of Coke or something. Yeah, or soda. Of some right. sort. Any soda has the smaller one. See, so he wants to know who cleans that up when, when you're peeing all over the stage. Sanitary. You just put the lid on it and throw it in the guard. It's disposable. Yeah. And the time machine offered some advice here to this guy, and he, he said, I would just simply say no, but here's what we can do, <laughs> and offer to take only a, t- a 10 or 15-minute break in two hours. Uh, and he said it's reasonable. And and that that's actually not a bad idea. If they came to you and said this you can they're like no breaks four hours no breaks take it or leave it pal well i i don't know how it was presented to this guy but i don't know what the reason is but because you know it has to be no breaks for four hours maybe because they don't want to lose the momentum or the crowd or you know something to that nature yeah sure. it could be that i've been in those situations too where like they don't want to lose the crowd and it will it will happen if the band goes off people leave Adios. Oh, he does a set list for his band, so he appreciates advice. Good. Uh, Matthew, check back in with us and let us know how it all went because, um, you know, we're, we're interested, to, interested to know what advice you do take and what works for you and uh, how it all goes. So make sure you tune in. And just in. to your theme, what are people doing, right? That's interesting. He's playing a four-hour gig. What, are, what else we got out there tonight? Anybody else doing anything exciting? I don't know, uh, but anybody, there's 46 people watching right now. What? Tell us what's going on in your musical world. Any questions, concerns, problems you have or or uh, successes you've achieved or anything. Tell us something so we can uh, fill up some more content for 29 minutes. Yeah, if you're getting pulled over with pit bulls in the back seat, <laughs> love to hear about it. Let us know. Uh, uh, That's a long comment that I can't read. Okay. All right. He said a little more, just a little information about my band. We typically bring 200-plus locals to all our shows, but we've never had it four hours straight. Well, now wow. you're going to. Yeah, and two, that's a good following, man, 200-plus people. Mm. That is a high-energy bar, just yeah. with your own crowd in it. Chris on YouTube said, most all shifts on Broadway and Nashville are four hours nonstop. Balance and space is key. Solos are bonus time. And yes, audience games are a must in this tourist town with set lists arranged well. 
Mm. So Chris basically just reiterated what we said that does exist um, in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. So there you go. Game. I like the games idea too. I like that a lot. If if you can come up with some fun interactive games, and it doesn't have to be a long involved thing, just some some sort of way to involve the crowd and way to kill some time. Well, and pace yourself too, right? Don't come out of the gate hour one, especially as a drummer playing, you know, full tilt as hard as you can play, and you know you want to be high energy, but you definitely right. want to pace yourself. Right. Economy of motion. Economy of motion. It's one of our favorite terms here on the CBC Wisdom Hour. That's right. It looks cool to hit that symbol like that, but after doing that all night, that's probably more effective, you know? Right. Yes, I've learned that well on the bass, guitar, and neck. Economy of motion. Yes, instead of going like that, you go like this. Yeah. It's funny because anytime somebody else plays my bass and they start playing, it's so much louder when they're playing it they're because, digging in, yeah. because they hit hard or they pluck hard. I mean, I just, I'm very gentle, man, with, with my, my right hand. Yeah. With, with plucking those fingers after, after years of playing early years of playing, uh, Iron Maiden songs where I was, uh, playing hard. Right? Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, somebody asked this question a while ago and I don't know if she's still here, but let me find the question. Uh, cause it was a good one. The, it's a different topic. Um, it's about Iron Maiden, Steve? No, it was about... Oh. Okay, it's John, John Horton. John, if you're still here, Howdy. let us know. If you're still watching, we're going to answer your question now. Um, and it's separate, but out of all the concerts in history, which one do you wish you could have been at? Hmm. And the floor is open for your to hear your answers. I, I the only one that I can think of speaking of Iron Maiden was one that I that I didn't I chose not to go to um and I don't remember why but I was a kid and I had only been to maybe I maybe one or two concerts at that point and it was uh, Judas Priest on the Screaming for Vengeance tour with Iron Maiden on the Number of the Beast tour double bill and I did not go and that's one that I was kicking myself for a while for not going because I went to see Priest the year after that and Maiden the year after that too, and they were phenomenal. Yeah. And I was like, and those the the albums were were the those two bands just broke. Screaming for Vengeance because British Steel was huge for Priest, but then Screaming for Vengeance put them over the top. Yeah. And Number Number of the Beast for uh, for uh, Iron Maiden was the first album with Bruce Dickinson, and he just kind of changed the whole. Thing yeah. for the with the band, so that's one that I wish I uh, I had gone to. Um, but John, who I asked the question, he said the first Woodstock for sure. Well, I was two during the first Woodstock, so I don't think I would have enjoyed it nor remembered it. So, but I think they're asking the question like if you could have gone to any concert, regardless like could, of my like, age. Yes, like if you could have seen Elvis. You know, like, is that something that you would have been the thing you would have most wanted to do? I, that's how I'm reading the question. Like, if you could see any concert, what would okay. it be? Well, what, but what, what would be your answer? Uh, you had some time to think about this. Now. I would think, I would say, I would think I would have enjoyed being at uh, when they filmed Song Remains the Same. Yeah. Okay. Madison Square Garden. Yep. Be at MSG in the city. 
to see Zeppelin. That was uh... in that era because I think that's when they were at their peak. You know, they were fresh and they're in their hitting stride. You know, yeah. It's interesting thinking about seeing a concert from the early seventies in yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Because nowadays, if you go to any arena, there's big video screens and you can see everything. Yeah. For no matter where you are on the arena, but back then, there was nothing, and that concert. It was bare bones, man. They were just on stage with a couple amps, bottom, plant. That's what I mean. It would have been like a great, it was an epic historical type of concert that, you know, we get to witness through, you know, the, the video and, and the movie. But that would have been cool, I think, to have been at. This is a great one. Chris said on YouTube, the Us, Us Festival. Festival. Yeah. That would have been killer, yes, to be at that. Yes. That was great. That was great that was, watching Van, that on TV. Van Halen was the highest paid band in history. A million dollars. At the U, at the US Festival, yes. And that was a, a, a shitload of money back then. Yeah. It, it still it, is. But It worked out to something, I forget, it was $26,000 a minute or something that they were on stage, or $56,000 a minute. Uh, something crazy. Uh, Steven was uh, touring himself at the time. He never got to see David Lee Roth on his first tour out of Van Halen. I saw uh, that show twice, the Eat em and Smile Tour, where it was Billy Sheehan on bass, Steve I on guitar, and Greg Bissonette on drums. Yeah. And I saw that, that twice, that tour, and yeah, phenomenal. phenomenal. I saw that I saw that tour once, and then I actually saw Van Halen with David Lee Roth on the 84 tour, right after the Us Festival. Right, as did I. Mm-hmm. Who put an angry face? I see the reactions here, and there's a like, there's likes, there's hearts, there's laughs, and then there's an angry face. Oh, I can see who did it. Dominic Rinaldi put an angry face reaction. Tell us, Dominic. Why are you what, angry, Dominic? What are you angry about, Dominic? And how can we fix it and make you feel better? Be happy, man. Yeah. Be happy. Um, Matthew said Live Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Live Aid. Sure. 1985. Um um, Monsters yeah. of Rock was another good one. I remember my brother went to that one. Trying to because because I've seen a lot of shows and yeah, that was like Scorpions, Metallica. Um, I remember that. I'd go see yeah, that. Bun- bunch of bands. That was the Scorpions are one band that I've never seen live, nor do I care to. Not that I don't like yeah, them. Me, me neither. I've never seen them live. I mean, they're they're good, but I just never was like, oh, I really need to see those scorpions. Oh no, but I think I did. I did see scorpions live at Brendan Byrne. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I was thinking about another concert, because I went to the other two Woodstocks, and we talked about this last week, the mm-hmm. Woodstock '99 documentary thing. Yeah, I mean, John said the Beatles rooftop concert. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I mean, that wasn't really a show, and it wasn't very long, and you can watch the whole thing on the in the Get Back uh, documentary that was on, uh, whatever. Where, what, what was on? Netflix? Something? Mm-hmm. HBO Max? One of those? Uh, or, weather or Report. Or, 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 Ken said Weather Report in the Jocko era. Jocko era, yeah. That's yeah. a good one, man. Yeah, Steve Gadd on drums. Oh, man. That would just blow your freaking mind seeing that Steve Gadd and Jocko yeah or Steve Smith I think Steve Smith's weather report too for a while Jocko 
Hmm. I saw Van Halen with Dave. I I saw the plant and page when they did that unleaded thing when uh it was in the nineties, mid nineties, and they did a tour. You remember that? No. They did it was they had like a MTV unplugged sort of show and then they did a tour. It was okay. Robert Plant and Jimmy Page playing Zeppelin songs and that was I saw that live and that was great. I guess I would have loved to have seen Zeppelin anytime. Uh, Batman wanted, wanted to would have loved to have seen the last Slayer show ever. I don't. I've never seen Slayer. I don't know if I could. My brother's seen Slayer a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. Great I don't know show. if I could handle a Slayer show. Yeah, he said it was really good. Um, do we like some country? Steve asked. Um, uh, uh, itch. I I like some country songs. Uh, some of the best songwriting comes out of Nashville and and country music. So. Some of the do, best drum sounds come out of Nashville, too. Yeah. I do really appreciate the quality of songwriting that comes in, in with country music. The storytelling aspect of it, I love that. Uh, but I, I don't have, like, big country groups that I, I follow or anything. But I'll listen to it. But, you know, I think it's interesting, too, Steve, now is country has morphed into, like, there's, like, you know, a dozen country stations on Sirius. Oh, yeah. You know, from Y2K, which is like country pop, to, you know, Willie's Roadhouse, which is all the old school stuff, and then everything in between, you know? Right on. We're losing people. But um, <laughs> Adam said Steely Dan. Steely, near the end. Steely Dan in 1998. I definitely would have loved to see Steely Dan at least once. I've I saw seen. I saw them in, um, in 98. I saw them at Jones Beach. Hmm. Jones Beach, great yep. place to see a show. Yeah. God, it, it, do they still have shows there? Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. Jones, Jones Beach, Beach Amphitheater. Yeah, right on the water. Awesome. Uh, right on the water on Long Island. Great sounding venue. Great sounding and a great atmosphere just being outside and on the water there. And yeah. Sometimes and the wind makes it tough, depending on where you're sitting in yeah. Jones Beach. If you're sitting in the back and it's windy, it's the sound gets all screwed up with. But the way the amphitheater is built, like it, the way it retains the the sound, it's a very unique sa- experience to see a band there. Yes, Steve Dinsmore is name dropping. He said, I've, "I'm friends with Jim Riley, drummer for Rascal Flats." Nice, that's cool, Steve. I saw Rascal Flats live at Madison Square Garden in, I want to say, tw- two thousand and eight or nine. No, seven, eight, nine, somewhere around there, and they were fantastic. And I was, I, you know, I liked them. I, I knew a bunch of songs. It was a girl I was dating. She wanted to go see him, so I did. It was Jessica Simpson opened for <laughs> Rascal Flatts, and uh, but Rascal Flatts was great. They were the great. They have a lot of great songs. Excellent musicians they are, and and vocals. The the vocal harmonies really good. Um, so Steve. Since you're friends with Jim, number one, tell him about the CBC Wisdom Hour. Number two, tell him about Cover Band Central. Number three, tell him I'd love to have him as a guest, or yeah. we'd love to have him as a guest, sure. because he's a famous person, yes. and because he's a drummer, and because he plays in Rascal Flats. And number four, tell him that I think Rascal Flats is great. So awesome. you got all that, Steve? Didn't four good points there, Steve, four. Uh, but he opened that, they, I guess Steve opened for them at a country fest in WI, 
Wisconsin, mm. I'm guessing. Yes. Carl Myers would have liked to have seen Snake and Arrows tour at Rush. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a bunch of bu- Rush a bunch of times. I don't know which tours, though. I, I think Snake you. and Arrows tour was one we saw. That Look at that. What? Steve Dinsmore said, will do. All those four yeah. things I asked him to do, he said he will do. So six degrees of separation, man. That's two degrees away from Rascal Flats. Man. That's right. That is pretty cool. That's right. <laughs> Got my sound effects guy going. Donna said Nashville is not exclusively country, a country, and hasn't been for a while. Are a lot of rock and roll bands, are that a lot of home. rock and roll bands at call that at home. call at home? That call at home. Thank you, Tony. You got to read between the lines here. Um. Uh. Yeah, Nashville is, but it's definitely a songwriter's place too. Uh, but there's a lot of people that gig there. And actually, my friend uh, Dominic is, I think he was in Nashville or he's going there or something. Um, Steven said he could get us Rich Redmond. Yeah, Rich Redmond. Love him. Who's Rich Redmond? He's he's drummer for Jason Aldean. Oh, there you go. What's with all the drummers? He's friends with Dom Famularo, my my drummer. Where are are my bass player brethren? I don't know, man. It's all about the drums right there. Hmm. That's cool. Drummer from Rascal Flats, well, drummer from uh, Jason Aldean, we'll have him on. Plenty to talk about. I could lead the charge on that. Okay. I, I can use some index cards with some questions on it so you could feel like you're part of the combo. <laughs> be like, hey, what type of... What is that? Drum key. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of microphones do you use on your cack drum? K- kick drum. Yeah. Sorry. Just read that. Yeah. Matthew said, Nashville houses the best musicians around the world, no matter the genre. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I, I have not been to Nashville either, and I, I, that's a shame yeah. because I need to go. I have. It's awesome. Uh, it's a huge mecca for writers, musicians, and yeah. artists. Says no Karen. Doubt. Yeah. And what's uh, awesome, Steve, is like you walk down the street like 10 o'clock in the morning, and there's you know bars that are open with the, the full air windows, and it was, you know, boom. I, can get you a I was... What is Tully? He's at his wedding. Wow, your friends at Rich Redmond. That's awesome, Stephen. What is Tully? I can get you a Tully. What is Tully? It says, I can get you Tully. What does that mean? It means that's his nickname. Rich Redmond's nickname must be Tully. Okay. And he's saying he's going to get us Tully. Thanks, Anastasia. She said she loves her banter. Enjoy your <laughs> evening. Thanks, you too. Thank you, Anastasia. Thanks for joining. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. The link is in the yeah. description. So you don't miss out a word or any banter. Yeah, but no, I love Rich Redmond. He's great. <laughs> oh, no. He said Tully is a bass player. Oh, Tully is the bass player for Jason Aldean. I guess. Oh, I guess so. Yes. Okay. No, that's okay. Don't worry. Bass players are boring. Yeah, we don't want Tully. We want Rich Redmond. I'm just kidding. I'm a He's bass player. Cool I don't know him. We can get tell me, we, uh, listen, we'll get the whole rhythm section, Steve, then we can have rhythm section banter. That is true. Right? If, if we Rich got Rich Redmond and Tully. Rich Redmond and Tully, because Stephen was in his wedding. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know what? We can even get Stephen in here, too, and because he's very interactive with us. Yes. We, we have to do No, that. no. He said, I'll send you his number. No, don't do that. Because <laughs> uh, then if you send me his number, I'll call him. I'm like, uh-huh, uh Hey, this is Steve I'll, from Carl Daniels Angel Wisdom Hour. I'll, I'll call him up. No problem. No, Steve, and you tell him, you talk to him and say, hey, guess what? 
I know these guys who do the cover band central wisdom era and they'll be like, what is that? And you'll say, it's this cool thing where these two guys talk about stuff, music. And there's a cover band central and there's a, the 460,000 people following it and you should go check yeah, it out. You should definitely go you check it out. You talk to him and tell him and then he can contact me. Right. At... Oh, shit, I didn't have it ready. Stephen at CoverBandCentral.com. Or through Facebook or, I mean, Stephen, I think you probably have a number too. So. Yeah, he's going to be like, dude, the guy can't even get the logo up when it's needed, you know? He was in a band with them in the early 90s. Nice. Uh, and Yes, and Social Security number too. Um, <laughs> routing number for your I'll send you his number and Social Security yeah, number. And routing number for his checking account. That's cool. Yeah, we need some famous people on here because we're not famous. Right? Let's get a. We Speak need to get yourself. some fame. It, it'll it'll up our legitimacy. It'll make us seem like we're cooler than we actually are. That's right. Legend in your own mind. You don't know who I'm going to be. We need some famous people. So the Rascal Flats guys. Famous, famous, Steve. We need the, people that can contribute to the community and add their insights for right. all to enjoy. We get the Rascal Flats drummer, right? And then the and then the. Uh, Jason Rhythm, Aldean. Yeah, rhythm section from Jason Aldean's band. That would well, be a good one to have on. Yeah, yeah. So Steve Dinsmore's getting us Jim Riley and Steven. It's all about Steve's today. It's the Magic Steve Day. Steve, Steve, and Steve. Steve Dinsmore's getting us Jim Riley for Rascal Flatts. Steven Dakin is getting us Rich Redman and Tully. And I am the other Steve, and I'm getting you nothing. No, you're supposed to say, and I am Steve, and I'm bringing you this wisdom and procuring I'm, I all of these that... great debt. Uh, I'm, I'm connecting the dots for all these great guests to come together to impart more wisdom to the audience because we give back to the community, Steve. So you've got to, you know, that's true. You have to let them know that that's what you're here for. That's true. Well said. In addition well to said. the other 15,000 things that you do very well, but, you know, that's, I want to highlight just a few. We don't want to brag and, you know, <sighs> I act, do, act all high and mighty and stuff, but you know we want to be humble yet sincere. I do make a mean casserole. That you do. Donna would have liked to have been Aerosmith Toys in the Attic tour. That would have been sweet. Yeah, that would have been. I. They were super coked up at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they definitely were. I've, I've seen Aerosmith many but times. I super high energy too, though. Oh yeah, well that's what that coke does for you. I'm saying, but for that album, you know, all those good, good, good tunes. Good, yeah, good I, I, I think Rocks was after. Rocks is my favorite Aerosmith album. I think that was after Toys in the Attic. Is that Lightning Strikes on on that Rocks? No, Lightning Strikes is is on. Um, Rock and a Hard Place. Uh, Rock and a Hard Place, which yeah. was the album without Joe Perry. Right. They had this uh, other guy. I forget his name. Chris said he'll work on Mary McSleeves from Max Sabbath. And I know, Chris, I know you're joking, but or maybe you're not joking, but okay. Because Max Sabbath is awesome. And if, if people don't know who Max Sabbath is, they're guys that dress up as McDonald's characters and play songs by Black Sabbath. And they are freaking awesome. Max So, so if he can get us so Mary like, McSleeves. Wait, they got like the Hamburglar and like... Like grimace, like that? grimace, grimace, yeah. Max right. and the lead singer is Ronald McDonald, but yeah, but they they're dressed sort of like an evil or, or, or crazy looking 
Mac, if you don't know Max Sabbath, you gotta look them up because they're crazy. Or Chris said, or maybe a little Ozzy, and that's just as good. You can if you can get us a little Ozzy too, and even if he's joking, it's still I'm down, man. I'm down. Anybody out there, you know somebody. Hey, that's send kinda... your yeah, send your famous people in to Carbia Central for you, your band, or both. <laughs> <laughs> if you seriously, if you know somebody that's kind of famous or or kind of cool and would be a great guest here. Steve at CoverBandCentral.com, send an email and let me know, or just put it in the comments here, or contact them and have them co contact me, because we need some guests here sometimes, because I can't come up with topics all the time. I was racking my brain today, like, what are we going to talk about? Like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Just, and then I was just like, I got an idea. I'll just let the audience decide. There you go. There's always stuff to talk about. You just got to get talking. He said he'll send a message, no guarantees, a tremendous... Uh, 50 50 joke becomes reality. That's right. That's right. Chris? Yes. I love that he's watching on YouTube, too. You just got to believe um, that's going to happen and it will. Um, and Chris is watching on YouTube, and you can watch on YouTube, tube too. Say that three times fast. YouTube, too. YouTube, too. YouTube, too. <laughs> um, the link is in the description. Click on that link and, and follow us. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel because I need more subscribers there. You know, I'm not going to bullshit anybody. We need more subscribers. We need support, on YouTube. man. That's all. That's it. You got to tell them. And there's a plenty of great content on there. There's no reason to not subscribe. It's so. foolish not to. Right. It'd be foolish not to. I mean, between the witty banter, handsome guys. The handsome. Famous people, handsome about, to come famous people about to come on the show soon. We're, I mean, you yeah. Know, we got a lot we're, to offer. We we're stepping it up. Offer, man. We're stepping it up. We're going to up-level this whole thing. You want to get it on the ground level. Except so now, now we only have 15 people watching. Yeah, well, it's the, it's the end of the show, man. We got four minutes left. Right, now it's 16. Oh, and I can see where they're watching, too. This is cool. Two on the YouTube channel, um, 13 on the Cover Band Central page, and one in the Cover Band Central group. Now it's 12 on the page. There you go. I can even see who they are. Wait, I think. Let me see if I can do that. You're like, Tom from New Zealand's watching in his living room right now. <laughs> right. Let's turn the camera on, Tom. And, and Bill from New Providence, Canada, is watching on his iPad outside enjoying a beverage by his pool. Right. Is that a rolling rock? I How love do we know rock. that? Because Cover Band Central knows all. Adam said, I, I, I'll tell all my musician friends about you. Thank you, yeah. Adam. Adam, you can tell all your friends about us. Because we have yeah. way more to offer than just music. Not just your musician friends. We have wisdom that That's we right. give. We have wisdom. Um, all right, we got five minutes left. What emphasis, you, what else on, emphasis on the dumb part of wisdom, but we're well, you know, you know, we do try. We do. It's try. really kind of a mix. If you threw dumb and smart in a blender and put it on puree, that's what you get. That, that's what you end up with here. That's it. That's kind of discombobulated information given disseminated by two questionably wisdomatic guys. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what else is there to talk about? Well I said. It. I just I just explained it all. I'm dropping the mic. There you go. Nice sound. And there it goes. Um uh so I talked about the stars <laughs> in the beginning for the let's see yeah, how many people are now. Starman. Twenty-one people watching on the Facebook page. 
that's the place you can give stars. It's a way to give a digital gift back to Cover Band Central because yeah. we do this all for free. One star equals one cent. You could pa- buy a pack of stars and give like a hundred or five hundred, which is like a buck or five bucks. If you like, it's our version of a tip jar. It's Facebook's version of a tip jar, but they finally allowed us to do it. So I got to talk about it. So if you'd like to give some stars during this live stream or during the replay, please do. Wait, so dude, drunk people at the gig. I didn't tell my story. I only got a no, one minute left. No, you don't have enough time but now. Have- very quickly. So uh, I'll summarize it to you. Videotaping the band, tripod out on a table, perfect view of the band, zoomed in, got the whole band in the frame, great sound system in front of the PA, hear everything great. All of a sudden, halfway through the gig, drunken girls meander up, are d- d- stumbling around in front of the camera at the table. Where, like this is the camera, like this. I got video of like this. You know, I got like half a night, half a night of video like that, and then all of a sudden you see the girl standing there, and the one girl goes, "Yeah." And anyway, they're watching. They're watching us right now. They're watching us. And she walks up and turns the camera against the wall. Oh, yeah. And I got forty-five minutes of great band with audio with looking at a wall. Oh, that's brutal. Yep. Yeah, brutal. That's my drunken people at the bar story, ruining I, your videotaping efforts. I, so many people do that. I love when I set up the camera on the tripod. I got it perfectly framed, and it's in the perfect so, distance, and then somebody stands right in front of it, and you see the back of their head. <laughs> They're no, oblivious to the fact that there's a camera there. Yeah, well, like I said, I can't tell you how much of the footage of people's faces right in the camera. Like, they're at the table, like, checking their phone, having a drink, chit-chatting amongst themselves. Meanwhile, the camera's on the table on a tripod. And it's a, you know, it's a big thing. Like, you can't miss it, but what do All you right. do? Well, Matthew okay. snuck in a late question. I'll, I'll keep this a very simple answer. His question is, at what point do you stop trying to pick songs based on what's popular but play to what music you've grown up on oh, uh, at the point what, for that answer well i'll say at the point when you want to stop making money is what when you do that pick songs what people pick songs that people want to hear not pick songs that don't pick songs that you want to hear or want to play pick songs that people want to hear if you want to make money if you don't care about making money then play whatever the hell you want that could be a topic for next week we'll revisit that no that's it there's nothing more to say about already it. done see that? that's it give anything good but, you know, um, what you can do, though, in the meantime, is go to CoverBandCentral.com and sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It is free. It is growing every day. Go there. Post something on the wall. It's just like, it works just like Facebook. Post your videos. Post your comments, your, your concerns, whatever. And join groups. Check out the gallery. Uh, check out all the articles. CoverBandCentral.com. It's the place to go. Go there. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. The link is in the description. As I said before, if you haven't given any stars, throw in a couple stars. In the, here we go. Give stars. I'm gonna make a, a do. Give stars. I'm gonna do a uh, a cover redo of We're Stars, which was the uh, the metal version of We Are the World, and call it Give Stars. Ah, oh, we could do Give Blood by Pete Townsend. Well, we could do Give Stars. Yeah, we could do Give Blood by Pete Townsend too. Either either one works for me. I don't care. Either way, just give stars and we'll figure out how to put music to it later. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Get out there and rock and have fun and don't drink and drive. And um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 